wrestling, wrestling. tacos. <laughs> you both say well, one. Say well, one. The Reaper. The Reaper. This isn't just wrestling. Hey guys, welcome back to Wrestling Tacos Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, the Emo Cell Wall One, Franco. And I'm Gobble Gobble Baby. <laughs> oh wait, that was yesterday. <laughs> How's it going, man? Point pretty good. How was your Thanksgiving, man? Yeah, it was good, man. That uh, that food coma is real. That real. I wish I had that. I worked yesterday. Hey, man. I know only Mexicans eat it too, but you know, just because you got out at what, like six, that doesn't mean you couldn't have made something. Yeah, I mean, my uh, wife was right back home, wanting to like go to sleep because she was right in her food coma. Oh well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't eat anything like Thanksgiving? I ate uh, I ate a turkey plate for my mom yesterday because I work where I work yeah. at. It's like a block away from her house, so they dropped me off some food, but it wasn't. You know, like, whenever you do Thanksgiving, you get, like, fucking seconds and thirds and fucking pie and shit. It was yes, bad. man. I just got one plate. Like, no matter how full you get, you can still go for that piece of pie. Um, yeah. I didn't go to sleep. Well, you know, I never go to sleep. But on Wednesday, I was up all night. And then when it went into Thursday, it was, like, 4 or 5 in the morning. I started making all the food. And I didn't take a nap until maybe like 1230 it was like 20 30 minutes and then i was up again until i got into my food coma so but uh yeah man made a bunch of stuff i made uh like a 22 pound turkey uh green bean casserole cream corn uh what else stuffing you know all that all that stuff you made uh, all that it was good yeah yeah i made all that stuff uh the rolls everything and then um my uh, my father-in-law and my wife's stepmom came. <clears throat> they brought uh, desserts. They brought like three pies and a cookie, like a cookie cake or, or whatever the, those are called. It had a mm-hmm. turkey on it or like an icing turkey. Um, so I've eaten about half of that already. And uh, yeah. Well, and then um, we had ham also. Uh, a friend of mine came over and uh, and brought that. So yeah pretty good i was out dude and then uh, i woke up at like 11 last night maybe for my food coma and uh i already started my my day after thanksgiving meals you know like getting pieces of turkey with a sandwich and stuff so life is good all i ate today was a cup of fruit salad right before we started the podcast i guess your life is not good (laughs) i have some dessert i just haven't I don't know, yesterday after I got home, I was in the mood to eat it, and we fell asleep like around 9 yesterday. Yeah, man, it was, uh, it was nice. Like, you know, I would have loved to have been with my family and stuff, but, you know, just different schedules, stuff like that. My wife had to work. But it was alright, you know, I mean, I was able to, this is the second year actually in a row that I've had to make all the food. Um, I'm not mad at it, though. I, I mean, I, I love, I love making the food. I love eating the food, so. I'm cool with it. That's good. Well, uh, we hope y'all's Thanksgiving was pretty good. We hope it was great. Yeah. Unless you're lying out from uh, the U.S., then it's probably just another Thursday for y'all. But, yeah. Yeah. 
We actually yeah. have some listeners, though. We have one listener from Canada, which is pretty crazy. That's pretty badass. And uh, one listener from um, Russia, I believe. Or was it Germany? It was one of those. For the, for the dude that's in Canada, let me know how it is over there. I've been wanting to go. It's super cold over there, Possib- probably. Possibly even move. Besides, like, I hate the cold, but I would imagine it's probably uh, nice to live over there, so... Let me know, buddy. Everybody's nice over there, so it probably is nice. I heard that is not true, but hey, I mean, if it turns out to be true, then then uh, that's even better. Shout out to Canada for listening. It's awesome. All the way from Texas, and they're all the way in Canada. It's pretty cool. Yeah, shout out to anywhere that's listening. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, right, you want to get into some news? Yeah, uh, I guess the biggest news pretty much is the whole story with Corey Graves and Mauro Ronaldo. Yes, the bipolar rock and roller, man. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, I don't know if we had already covered it, but um, <clears throat> this past Saturday was the NXT War Games. Mauro Ronaldo, of course, called another great show. I mean, he's like by far the best commentator in WWE. Yeah. But uh I could see how he can rub people the wrong way when he goes a little too crazy into it, but that's that's him. That's him, you know, I mean you know, but whatever. And uh it was noticeable that he wasn't at Survivor series. He didn't comment uh commentate on any match. And we found out it was because Corey Graves you know, he uh voiced his opinion. Um he basically said, you know, you and there's a uh, WWE Hall of Famer and a Ring of Honor, former Ring of Honor uh, world champion um, on commentary, and you wouldn't even know it, you know. And basically it's because, well, Mauro kind of does take that spotlight, you know, and, and how he is and, how, you know, his style of, uh, of announcing. And, um, yeah, pretty much. Like, and then uh, actually a, a fan or somebody on Twitter was like, you know, I think Mauro's doing a, a lot of, uh, like, Chicago rap references he does a lot of like uh, pop culture references and stuff and uh, yeah Corgers was like yeah you know far far too many whatever and immediately after Mauro Ronaldo um, deleted his Twitter and uh, Twitter was going crazy you know hoping he was okay because he you know he has these mental problems or mental health issues and uh at first, Corey Graves kind of was uh, combating everything, saying like this was all made up. Um, excuse me. He got into a back and forth kind of with uh, Dave Meltzer about it because Meltzer was reporting it, of course. Um, eventually, though, he went on after the bell and had, in my mind, a, a half-assed apology. Didn't even mention Morrow. Um and uh, actually this because of all this stuff Morrow actually missed NXT this week and they've announced that he's supposed to be coming back next week but that doesn't I mean there's you know we, we won't know until it happens and uh yeah apparently he's uh, you know Morrow's actually in pretty rough shape I guess in his thoughts this week so pretty crazy yeah, our um, thoughts go out to him. Hopefully, hopefully he's there next week and um, doesn't let this continue getting to him. Because 
I mean, I love Corey Graves, but Corey Graves could be a complete dick. But I understand voicing your opinion and shit. Opinion. Opinion. The fuck? Opinion and shit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, he does with deals with depression, bipolar, and all that stuff. So it's pretty sure it's hard, but. Um, yeah, and, 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 and in this type of field, I mean, I, there's a lot of people, it's, it's disgusting, but. You know, there's a lot of people who, you know, oh, it's good that Corey Graves did this, you know, weed the week out of wrestling and whatever. And I, I said it the other day, too, like, I would think he, he probably has to go to another another type of, you know, maybe back to MMA or, or boxing or something because wrestling fans can be toxic and the wrestling community yeah. can be toxic. Twitter, you wrestling know, fans can be toxic. Twitter is definitely toxic um it's it's very unfortunate because he's such a great announcer like he really is um but this is the second time that something like this has happened granted the first time you know it was that he was apparently you know he was bullied he did come out and say he wasn't bullied but i would imagine that's probably wwe telling him but you know it's just like i again yeah Corey graves can voice his opinion that's a hundred percent fine I don't understand what he's trying to get or what you can get out of that, though, if that's your co-worker. You know, I mean, you're supposed to try to promote as much as you can. And if it's something along the lines of like, oh, well, he's doing it to get heat or whatever with brand warfare, you know, all that stuff going on. I would imagine that's something Marl would have known about as well. You know, like it's not just him saying it, but, you know, ultimately, yeah, I hope um, I hope he I hope he's OK. And I hope he comes back soon and just goes back to calling these matches, man. Yeah. Um, he said on the podcast on After the Bell that he was trying to start up some controversy like he always tries to for his podcast pretty much. And that yeah. was the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, if it's something, if that is your mindset, I think it's something you should probably go over. If it's against somebody in the company. I mean, it's probably something that you should go over with them so they know yeah. what's coming. Or or you would think maybe the producers backstage or whoever, you know, would have told Morrow. But obviously that wasn't the case. So, like I said, hopefully uh, hopefully he comes back next week and, you know, it's better than ever and just continues to keep pushing. Because, you know, he's, he's done a lot for this, you know, the, the people who have mental mental health issues. He's done a lot for them. And, I mean, he's done a lot for wrestling, just his announcing. So... Let's hope he comes back, okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, what else is in the news? <laughs> Big Daddy Dave Batista, man. <laughs> Batista and Dana <laughs> Brooke went at it on Twitter. Yeah, and it wasn't the kind of going at it that you would think. Um, <laughs> hey, man, you could learn a thing or two from, I mean, obviously not us because we're married, right? You know, we won't do anything bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but hey, if you're single, man, you... Don't know if you should ever take that shot. Be Batista, man. Batista just recently became, and I mean like last week, maybe, if not just a couple of days ago, became single. And immediately shot his shot at Dana Brooke. And they had a, like a very interesting back and forth on Twitter. And uh, man, even got me a little hot and bothered, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. I'm not really once called Twitter, but I had to like look it up and everything. It was funny. When I saw it, I had to go to it myself. Like, or when I saw it, it was being reported and everything. I had to go to 
go to it myself and, and read everything and oh i thought it was so hilarious and it's just like i'm almost rooting for them man i like this i like this more than i like the lana rusev and bobby lashley storyline <laughs> yeah it's way better than that yeah man um what else do we have for news oh uh bray wyatt is uh the top merch guy or leave yeah. how, how do you phrase it yeah the top merch uh, merchandise seller for I'm wwe still from the turkey <laughs> uh just a heads up i'm gonna let you start doing news now because i really don't um yeah you ain't in the get too much the into news. it yeah i'm just like <laughs> i right, like you man. know like these um these pages and shit but i see articles and i'm like eh, i'm just yeah into it. yeah well i think what's what's hard a lot of time and i know you don't like it i love it but uh rumors and so i love going over rumors and i know you hate them but it's because of stuff like that that a lot of the stories that do come out, I do like to go and try, you know, do as much due diligence as I can. So these rumors are more credible, I guess you could say, than just yeah. saying, oh, you know, this guy might be coming and might be doing this. And it's there's nothing really, you know, it's like more dirt sheet stuff than anything. So, yeah, I know those uh, yeah. page who shared that on Twitter, the what was it? Um, I guess the I don't know someone important, not important, but WWE like the costume designer or someone uh, doing a mock-up for a new um, Wyatt family member. Yeah, and it said they tweeted out, let them in. But uh, people were reporting on that. Oh, it's a female going in. It might be Liv Morgan. Yada yada yada. But then they, they found out. Too. Yeah, but then they they found out that uh, that person had got hacked. So like they really knew oh, too much research okay. into it, and yeah. then they had to re I guess redact it like the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was pretty. Yeah, funny you kind of gotta be careful about what you go over because a lot of these things really don't have a a backing to it. But yeah, you know, I mean, you just gotta look, see what's what's going on. I do hear though that there really is supposed to be some type of a new member appearing. Yeah, tonight. I just don't know to what extent that'll be. So, I don't know yeah, if it'll yeah. be a new person or if it'll be another puppet or, you know, they could be anything, I guess. The way I see it is Liv Morgan's on Raw whenever yeah. they do the draft. So, I don't think she's going to get moved to SmackDown. But, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I think she'll have an actual character change. You know, I, I just don't think she'll be with with the, with Bray Wyatt. Maybe it's Ruby Riot though, because Ruby Riot hasn't didn't get drafted. She didn't. And she did change her look up. I mean, not much, but I would feel she can, uh, especially if she had a mask. Oh, my God. I think she can be a badass, man. Well, yeah. she is a badass, but I think she could be a badass like with, with that. But, you know, I mean, we'll, of course, with something like that, we'll see. Yeah, I'll um, find out tonight about it. Yeah, yeah. So we have SmackDown tonight. Um, were there any announced matches yet? Uh, for SmackDown? Yeah. Um, I don't feel like I, I saw any think so all i know is that one and i want to say they announced something with roman reigns but yeah i haven't seen anything on it um hopefully it's a decent show um the past couple of episodes haven't been too bad i would say they've had bad segments but overall the show has been fine 
So I'm hoping with such a great week that we've had, or the actually like the past what week and a half that we've had, um, they continue to to be good. Cause, damn, <laughs> I mean, just the past weekend, this past weekend alone was amazing. Yeah, they need to get the Miz turn back into a heel, or go have him go after that new Intercontinental title. It looks badass. That's all I want. I know I was telling you uh, before, well, uh, well, actually, I wouldn't even say before the recording, but, you know, a couple days ago, um, we've agreed The Miz should be a heel. He just does his work so much better as a heel. But I did say I, I do respect the fact that they keep trying to push that he's a babyface without shoving it down our throats, I guess you could say. Um, and I mean that in the sense that, like, 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 all this stuff, right? Like, he keeps going with, with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's the one that's coming off as a dick. You know what I mean? It's yeah. make It makes me be like, well, I mean, I don't really care for Daniel Bryan anyways, but it really makes me be like, I want The Miz to beat the hell out of Daniel Bryan. <laughs> you know? Like, like, The Miz is over here like, hey, man, we don't like each other. I get that. But, you know, you don't understand with The Fiend, The Fiend's or whatever, whatever. And then Daniel Bryan's like, get out of my face. It's just like, damn it, Daniel Bryan, I'm going to slap you upside the head because you're being an asshole. So I like that, yeah. you know, uh, but I mean, if it were up to me, of course, I would would love for the Miz to just do a heel turn right now and beat the hell out of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And then Bray Wyatt can beat the hell out of him and I'll be cool. Like how we're talking about WWE right now, whenever this is the hey, AEW NWA hey, 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 podcast. Hey. <laughs> hey, we got to pad it up because we only have the one show. And as much as I love Dynamite, I know we still got to, you know, we still got to go over as much as we can. <laughs> and, uh, is that it for news and rumors? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Um, NWA Power. Like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> NWA Power was um, a quick episode because of what happened in last week with Jim Cornette. I'm pretty sure that's like stumbled to find a new commentator. Yeah. So uh, it was basically start off with Eli Drake cutting a promo at the championship of rest, uh, championship wrestling of Hollywood. He cut a promo saying that uh, Nick Aldis wants Nate the Challenger. Um, everybody compares Eli Drake to The Rock, Stone Cold, to... Um, I forgot the other one. But he's fine with those comparisons because they're great. The only comparison he doesn't like is the fact that people compare him to Nick Aldis because mm-hmm. he's better than Nick Aldis. And uh, he'll take that towel from him any time. Then he gets into Ken Anderson and says that he wants to fight him, then he'll fight him. His main focus right now is Ken Anderson, and that was pretty much it. After that, we got, um, I just want to say, actually, Eli Drake is great. I oh, can't yeah. believe Impact let him go over something so stupid. And What did they let dude, him go over? He, his thing, he's an old school guy. Like, you yeah. can see in his wrestling style, he's old school. He doesn't like wrestling. He doesn't believe uh, intergender. He He's all right with intergender wrestling, but he doesn't believe that, like, if it's done right, it's good. Yeah. If not, then it, it shouldn't be done. And they wanted him to face Tessa Blanchard with no story to it. Oh, so, okay. So, okay, I, he, I can I can get that. I, I, yeah. Honestly, I would probably say I'm kind of in that boat, too. Yeah, he refused to wrestle her, and uh, he messaged Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard actually said this on uh, Chris Van Vliet's show uh-huh. uh, like a couple weeks ago, that um, there's no bad blood between either of them, that they both understand. The reasoning, it wasn't because, oh, he doesn't like Tessa Blanchard or anything. It's because he doesn't, if there's no story to it, why, it doesn't make sense. why do it? Yeah if, if there's not a, yeah, if there's not a story or anything, when, like I said, and that's something I get, 
because I personally, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of intergender wrestling. And I know, well, I mean, I'm not going to say it's hard to say because I said it, but it's something like, especially down here, is huge. And that's fine. You know, I, I can enjoy the hell out of them. It's just not my preference. I love seeing what the women can do, but I like seeing it against other women. I don't know. That's just my thing. Yeah. But, I know uh, a... but yeah, if there's a story, oh, hell yeah. You know, and it makes more sense than anything. But if it's just, yeah, like like the way you said it there, like, okay, it's you and you against each other for no reason, then it's just like, you already have the spectacle of it's a man versus a woman, but what's the reasoning? Yeah. Uh, At least in, down, in my mind. To me, down here is uh, different just because it's the independent scene. And like uh, Roxy, she actually um, faced Gino. Yeah. You know, Fatal 4-Way with two other women. And I, li- I like that one. I want to see that one so bad at Mission Pro. But mm-hmm. um, it was because Gino helped train her somewhat. It's like, you know, she's gonna be she's damn good. Gino's damn good. It's like, I want to yeah. see that match. And then uh, throw in Hayan and uh, what was the other one? I want to say Alex Gracia. Like, the, mm-hmm. they're all good. They can go with the guys. So I want to see that. Yeah. But I guess on a bigger scale, it's like, okay, if there's a story behind it, I'll watch it. If there really isn't a story behind it, I mean, they really can't. I mean, like Tessa Blanchard, Eli Drake, that match would have been great. Yeah. But uh, Eli Drake's that old school wrestler, so it's like you know you'll he'll do some moves and you're like you know how can she get up from that and all this shit. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I don't think they should have let him go for something stupid. They. Yeah, that's a whole other thing, especially if it's like if she wasn't offended by it, you know, and and they you know figured out whatever they needed to figure out. There wasn't any bad blood. What what are you upset about then you know but i think it's dumb like i said my personal preference is i i don't watch i don't want to watch them i guess uh on that bigger scale and if it's down here i mean you know it's fine i i don't i don't have a problem with it but i like i said i could see i guess i side more on his you know it's just like you're on that big scale you're trying to sell it to these to to this big crowd you got to have some type of a story yeah. You know, but um but yeah, man, Eli Drake is great. Yeah, he's really good. Um after that they had a thing where they called into into the cage where they followed Thunder Rosa into her MMA debut and that pretty much took over most of the time on NWA Power. Then um mm-hmm. we had Aaron Stevens cut a promo saying that he and the question mark um will go become champions, beat the wild cards wild card. And uh the question mark faced one of the members of Walcar. I forgot which member. I didn't get the name, but he beat him. Mm-hmm. That was <clears throat> that was the only match in there. After that was um, interview with Melina, and pretty much just why she came back into wrestling. Did she yeah. believe she was a, one of the stars of the revolution? And then we got into, uh, into the cage again with Thunder Rosa. But that was pretty much it. They announced the Into the Fire card. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the matches is going to be Trevor Murdoch versus a question mark. Allison K and Ashley Vox versus Melina, Thunder Rosa, and Marty Bell. Only two members of them. So my guess would probably be Thunder Rosa and Marty. No, probably Thunder Rosa and Melina. Yeah. Probably. And then uh, they announced Eli Drake versus Ken Anderson. And then they also announced NWA World Championship, two out of three falls, Nick Aldis versus James Storm. Um, yeah, not bad. That's. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Uh, they also yeah. announced next week will be the Wild Card versus Rock and Roll Express for the NWA Tag Team Titles. 
Nice. I, I mean, I'm really upset that a lot of this uh, with the Jim Cornette stuff really uh, took away from the show. I really hope that they could bounce back and, uh, you know, get back on track. I, I know they lost a lot of viewers and everything, too. And it's such a great show. I, I really hope that uh, more people just come back to it. You know, see, it's not it's not NWA, you know, that had these opinions or did these these things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It was, it was one man. They got rid of him or he got rid of himself, I guess. And that's it. You know, but the know. Into the Fire uh, pay per view, it's only like 20 bucks, I think, on Fight TV. Oh, is it? Yeah, so I might order that. It's only oh. like a pretty good deal. All right. But I haven't decided. But that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was pretty much it for NWA. Hood Wrecking Entertainment. Do you collect figures such as NECA, Hot Toys, Funko Pops, movies, CDs, or even posters? If so, hit up HWE. They're located at 4060 Southport Avenue, Corpus Christi, Texas. They are the dopest near the ocean. Also have studio time for you rap artists. They are open Monday through Thursday, 12 noon to 10 p.m. Friday, Saturday, 12 noon to 11 p.m. Closed Sundays. Follow them on Facebook at HWE. Tell them Wrestling Tacos Podcast sent you. Illegally Imported is a car brand that focuses on what's important in the car community. Your car. You like pictures? Hit them up on Instagram at Illegally Imported to follow all their new pics. Do you want a personal shoot? Drift into their DMs and they'll get you squared away. From Corpus Christi to Dallas and everywhere in between, follow them on Instagram at Illegally Imported. If you like wrestling as much as we do, then you gotta collect pops, autographs, and figures of your favorite wrestlers. You know where I go to get the best deals on all sports collectibles? Off the wall sports collectibles. They specialize in any and all sports memorabilia, including wrestling. Best autograph 8x10s in the game. Visit them at the Corpus Christi Trade Center, 2833 South Padre Island Drive, or follow them on Facebook at Off The Wall Sports Collectibles. Stay up to date. I watched half of AEW Dark, but I don't think there's really much, except for Penta and uh, Trent. Yeah, the, that was really good in AEW Dark. Um, Trent actually got the win, which was crazy to me. Yeah. Um, my actually, actually, it, it's um, my main thing. That I got out of AEW Dark. Uh, Shanna, dude. Shanna, I'm rooting f- for her 100%. And so she, you know, she did the whole uh, undesirable to undeniable thing. And she was saying how uh, she had tried out for WWE many times. I had been told many times that she was going to get signed and paperwork just never went through, I guess. And, um,. Actually, she said that she, well, it was before it was Impact, but I guess it was with TNA. Um, she was on a show with them as well, but they didn't want to put her on TV, apparently, because camera had 10 pounds. So they basically called her fat, which I think is crazy, because she is not. Yeah. Um, and she, she said it got to a point, she's 37, and she said it got to a point where she was like, okay, well, you know, basically I'm going to retire. And she said that's when she got the call from Kenny Omega. And yeah, she's signed on. She's been great, dude. I think this. Is, she's only had, I think, one. I want to say two, three matches, but I think she's been great. Um, my problem that they've that Dynamite has had is they have such great women, and I don't think people realize that. Like they really do, and it's only because uh, people don't realize it because they haven't actually done storylines with them, or they haven't had anybody come out and say anything. And when they do, it's on dark, and not everybody watches dark. Um, but her and Big Swole, 
immediately can be huge characters because on that same on AEW Dark Big Swole came out and after uh, that undesirable to undeniable with Shanna and Big Swole came out and was like I I fight Crohn's disease like she can die from this you know what I mean like and, and she's pushing yeah. through you know and she's basically saying everybody has their own thing you know so you're nothing special basically if they had put that on Dynamite I guarantee you everybody would say damn that's a step in the right direction because the in-ring stuff is is fine you know, some of it could be better. It gets clunky every now and then, but for the most part, it's really good. So, I mean, I think this is stuff. Some some of the stuff that they need to put on TV, but I mean, until then, you know, as at least we're getting great matches with or good matches with it. So, but um, anyways, that led to Dynamite, of course. Um, I thought it was a good show. Uh, it wasn't great at all. Um, but it was definitely good. Like it, it was not a bad show. Um, there it were off problems. Great. It started off great. There were problems with this show that I had and a lot of people had, but I don't, I don't look too much into them because it's things that can be fixed immediately fixed. And one of them is like audio. Even during this opening segment, which was amazing. There were times when I was like, is it my TV that's messed up or, or what is it? And it was like, a, like it was basically like listening through double microphone. You know, like it just didn't sound right. It, there was too much of an echo, whatever. It's something that they can fix. You know, their sound stuff, whatever, they can fix that. I don't, I'm not going to look too much into it. I'm not going to say, oh, AEW sucked because the audio was a little messed up when they were on the mic. That's stupid. Whoever thinks that is stupid, but um, it's things that they can fix. But anyways, it started off with uh, Chris Jericho's Thanksgiving thank you cele- celebration for the champion. And oh my god, dude, this shit was hilarious. Like I was laughing my ass off. Virgil, aka Soul Train Jones came out. I swear he could not have done a worse like introduction for Jericho cuz he was like he, it was almost like he was old and senile, you know, like he didn't know what the hell he was saying. Uh, but it was hilarious. Chris Jericho came out, of course. They, it was crazy, dude. They had the, the people in like inflatable clown outfits and all these gifts in the, in the ring, all this stuff. And what Inner Circle came out. Um, proud and powerful gave him this Puerto Rican gift basket with the chancla and and uh, Vicks and all this stuff, which for us Mexicans hits pretty hard. Um, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Jericho even did a, you know, for some of you, you know, you look under your seat, you have a 50 cents off of like a little bit of the bubbly or, or the shirts. Or I don't know what the hell it was. I just knew it was hilarious. Um, Chris Jericho's dad came out. You got to be, come on, man. Jericho's dad got heat. <laughs> like, I thought that was hilarious. Um and then, uh, well, eventually it led to Justin Roberts coming in and reading. Uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. That wasn't even the best part. Jake Hager brought out a goat. And his name is Chris Jarrett Goat. Yeah, they actually put the hashtag on top. Saying hashtag Jarrett Goat before he even announced the name. Like, they hilarious. did that a lot. They did that a lot. Um, so it's good and bad. In this segment, because we didn't know what the hell was going on anyways, I, I figured it was great. But uh, that poor goat was so scared. All these animal people were coming out and freaking out because, you know, they also had the thing with Pharaoh, the dog. It's just like, okay, this is different, man. That's just people 
in a crowd. That's it. You know, the Pharaoh, there was actual fireworks. So um, it scared the hell out of them. But these people need to calm down. But anyways, there was a goat. There is a goat out there and his name is Chris Jericho. That's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, you know, Jericho's dad came out, got heat. Because uh, he was a, a hockey player for New York. And they were in Chicago. So he was saying, you know, he used to kick their ass back then. Um, Justin Roberts, they had Justin Roberts come in and read like a thank you, I think from TNT or TBS or, you know, wherever. And, um, they didn't like how he read it or something like that. So they started beating him up and uh, SCU came out. They were part of the band that was on the ramp and, uh, interrupted that, which again, I thought this was hilarious. I wish that they choked. Justin Roberts with a tie. I thought it was the perfect opportunity to do that. It was a good. It would have been a good callback to me. Um, they didn't do it. I swear I thought they were gonna do it, but they they didn't do it. But that's fine. Um, that was I think by to me that was by far the best thing on Wednesday. Like I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Jericho's just great, man. Like he's so great. Uh, and then we also had a debut of a tag team. Um, later in the show. I don't know if you had seen it by that point. Yeah. Um, the Blade, the Butcher, and the Bunny, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was Blade, very, Butcher, and the Bunny. It was a very flat debut. And it was all it was all execution, you know, because, well, for me personally, I don't know who they are. I, I've, I had never seen them. I, of course, now I know who they are, but I, I, I'd never seen them before. I didn't know what other promotions they had been with, anything like that. So when I'm I'm seeing that they're attacking Cody, I was like, well, of course, who are who are these guys? But I just feel the way it was done, you could tell even in the crowd, the crowd was dead silent. And they are not a silent crowd. Or, you know, AEW crowds aren't silent. And there was, you know, who are you chants or whatever. I do believe that they can become a, a really good team and they're, they are going to be a good team. I've heard a lot of good stuff from them on the indies. I just think the debut itself just wasn't there. Um, I like their look, though. One of the dudes had a freaking monocle in 2019. Yeah, that was hilarious. I saw that. I was like, that's pretty cool. He's instantly my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and, nah, uh, the fact that they... I'm sure they're going to be good. The fact that they have Ali with them, Ali being a heel, that's what they're going to go with, I'm pretty sure. But uh, I've always been a big fan of Ali. Yeah. And uh, her persona with, uh, who was in Impact? Rosemary, I believe. Rosemary, yeah. And I don't know, I feel like she's going to be perfect. And I, don't know, I just can't wait to see her pretty much as, the, I guess she's going to be the valet. Maybe she'll wrestle as well, but I can't wait to see Do that. Do you think Rosemary will come over? Uh, She's still with Impact, but I mm. mean... Never say never. So it could be something, man. Yeah. Uh, she's actually married to one of them. The smaller of the the one that didn't have the monocle. <laughs> Who Rosemary? No, uh, Allie. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. She's married. She's married to the dude that was balding. Uh, or I think she's married. Married or dating one or the other. Hmm. Um, I like I said. I think it'll be. I think it'll be great. I honestly think that. Um, their look and and everything that I've heard about them, they can be one of the top tag teams. Um, I just think the debut was really flat, and it's okay. 
to me. I, I think it's okay. I think it was more of a... It was supposed to be more of just an attack anyways. It wasn't... People are like, well, they should have debuted. Or they should have had vignettes. Everybody says stuff like this. I, I don't agree with it all, all the time. Because that's a trope that is now, these days, looked at as a WWE thing, not a wrestling thing. Yeah. You're trying to get these guys... I mean, they want instant heat, right? You want instant heat, you attack the one of the biggest baby faces in the promotion, which is Cody. I just think it's more... It would have been more suit for probably somebody that everybody knows. But I don't think it's a bad thing that they did that. So, you know, I, like I said, I think they're going to be really good. And there's also talk that, you know, with Marty, Marty Scroll probably coming in, this might be the faction that he leads. Yeah, so, whenever you know, we'll the first first one came out, I was like, hold up, because the mask he had, I was like, I don't know, I'm really blind. So I was like, thinking, I was like <laughs> hold up, is this going to be the fraction of Marty Scroll? And then he came out, and the next person came out. I was like, oh my God, what if it is? What if it is? What if what fucking is? Because I'm, big, I'm <laughs> yeah. a big Marty Scroll fan. And, and uh, I want to I want to say what made it as flat as it did, you know, as far as execution, was also the thought that oh my God, there's a new guy, he's in a mask, he's about to take off the mask. It's Marty Scroll, you know, like, and I, I think it was a disappointment thing. But yeah. I honestly feel that this would probably be the faction that he leads if he comes. So yeah, I'm excited for. it. I want to see what the hell's gonna go on with this. Whenever um, Ali. Popped up because I saw another person pop up. I was like, is it him? Is it him? And then it was Ali. I was like, well, I mean, that's cool yeah. too, but like, so maybe that's there's a fourth a one down there. Small ass Marty Squirrel, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I tripped out because I saw those two and I was like, okay, you know, I, I don't know who they are, but I blame myself more than I blame AEW. You know, that's something yeah. that I need to see. I need to look at. And the, so many people, like I said, man, the wrestling fans, a lot of them are very toxic and they're very. I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't have to do that. I get that. But sometimes it, j- it just helps to do it yourself. You know? So if you're like, I don't know what's going on. Just look up something. For the love of God, man. Or, you know, or like all the stuff with like being the elite. People who don't watch being the elite. You know, something can happen. And it's nothing serious. Nothing that will really jeopardize the story. Or, you know, if you don't see it, then you're missing anything. But... You know, like like uh, like with Hangman Page, right? He's not he's not in the elite. That's something we saw because we saw being the elite. But for people who only watch Dynamite, all they got was the commentator saying he's not with the elite. I don't think it's a big big thing, you know, but it's something, right? You miss, and they'll if you talk to a person, you tell them, well, you know, you would have known had you watched being the elite. Then, well, I shouldn't have to. I'm not saying you have to, but. It helps, right? I mean, you know, you got the gist of it. You know what's going on. And that's that just bothers me. But, I mean, that's just people. It's not even just wrestling fans. That's just people in 2019, man. Everybody's entitled. But whatever. But anyways, uh, yeah, I think this will be a, a group. The group that Marty Scroll will front if he comes. And if not, I mean, I have full confidence that this team will be good. Regardless, man. The AEW hasn't done anything to make me not trust them. And they were able to turn around the Dark Order. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. You know that's I'm huge. A, I love that promo this week. I have. I feel like I've been the only supporter of the Dark Order. Yeah, because but I think they, they got me with the promos. 
But those promos are freaking amazing. I even signed up on joindarkorder.com. <laughs> I even made up a story. I'm so sad and my life sucks. And ever since I joined the Dark Order, my life has meaning. Like I, It's so <laughs> hilarious. I love what they're doing. I hope they continue to do it. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, dude. Uh, the, the, the promos are great. Or these two videos, right? But this second video was so much better. And it was actually kind of scary because there's that part where it's like, you know, we're in the dark order, whatever. And we're everywhere. And it's like, you know, we're doing this, we're doing this. And then the last one was like, we're watching your kids. I was like, oh my God, dude, that, that'll just hit, that strike a nerve. You know what I mean? But I thought it was so good. Um, yeah, man. How can you not trust AEW to fix something when they turn this around? Everybody hated the dark order. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was pretty much everything, man, as far as, like, really big until the, the main event. I know you missed the main event, uh, Jericho versus Scorpio Sky. Um, it's obvious that Jericho's not where he was before when it came to wrestling, right? And we've, we've talked about that. But yeah, he does just enough that it's fine in ring. But I think what he focuses on a lot now is the actual psych, psycho, uh, psychology of it. Okay. And he's such a good heel that it's almost like, I don't have to do this. You know what I mean? Like you're, he has that type of attitude. I don't have to do this. I'm better than you. I, I don't have to go all out. I can just do this. Like, and he does a lot of the, you know, yelling at the crowd or, you know, just trying to get heat or whatever. I think he's so great at it. Um, Scorpio Sky still looked amazing. Uh, he looked really good. And uh, there was even a point where even even I thought Scorpio Sky was going to win. And I that's what I love about AEW, man. Even in a lot of these matches that you know, no, you know there's no way whoever's going to win, they do bust out some type of a move or some type of an angle or something where it looks like they're going to win. And in this case, it was... Uh, Whenever he, uh, uh, Jericho was gonna hit Sky with the title, and Scorpio Sky reversed it, did a move on him, and oh man, I swear it looked like he was gonna win. Uh, he didn't, however, and uh, he actually tapped out to the, I, I always want to say the walls of Jericho, but it's back to the Lion Tamer. And, um, after the match, Jericho put him in the Lion Tamer again, and then you hear Moxley's music. Moxley comes out from the crowd and just old school WWE stare down. But, oh, my God, dude. I want to see. We've seen it before. We've seen Chris Jericho versus Dean Ambrose. I want to see Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. I really want to see that. I don't know how that's going to go. I don't think it'll happen anytime soon because of the ranking stuff. Because I think Pac is still ahead of him. And Pac hasn't had a. A, a title shot yet but I want to see this and it was hilarious to me or it was nice to see that um, a day or two before Dynamite uh, Moxley was on a he did do an interview and somebody actually asked him like you know is there any chance you know you're going to try to go after Jericho you know you're saying you want to be the last man standing you want to whatever whatever are you going after Jericho and he was like oh Jericho's smart you know he's, he's one of the best you know he's a goat whatever He's smart, though, because he doesn't want to fuck with me. And then it was the day, and the next day, 
Moxley goes to him. I thought it was great. Uh, like I said, a really good episode. Wasn't great, but really good. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to, though. And my main thing is, of course, Moxley and Jericho. But I do want to see what happens with the Dark Order, and I want to see what happens with this Blade, Butcher, and Bunny. Man, if I was, like, creating a character, <laughs> they would be called the Blade and the Butcher. Like, But I'm sure they'll do well, and I want to see the Monocle guy. Yeah. I want um, I want to see the Monopoly man kick some ass. <laughs> it looks pretty, like it'll be pretty interesting. It's very like steampunky. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they came out to the ring in leather and top hats. But I'm with it. I, I want to see what they do. I want to see Ali as a heel. I've never seen it. I didn't see the Rosemary stuff or anything, you know, or like I, I didn't see all that. So I only know her as a face in AEW, and it's been pretty flat with Allie. Specifically Allie. Um, I know a lot of people, when she signed, had told me how excited they were for that. I think you were one of them. But I didn't know who Allie was. And when I saw the matches, I was like, I mean, she's good in the ring. Or, you know, she's fine in the ring. But it wasn't anything special to me. So I want to see how she is as a heel. Yeah. But, we'll um, see. Other than that, man, I'm, yeah, we'll see. But other than that, I mean, that that was everything. Um, as far as from what we haven't covered, now we just have SmackDown tonight. Um, but, yeah, man. I mean, overall, wrestling has been good. Um, I can't lot. wait to see. Yeah, it's a lot. I, I, I can't wait to see what's going on. Um, yeah, you got anything else? If you like wrestling as much as we do, then you gotta collect pops, autographs, and figures of your favorite wrestlers. You know where I go to get the best deals on all sports collectibles? Off the wall sports collectibles. They specialize in any and all sports memorabilia, including wrestling. Best autograph 8x10s in the game. Visit them at the Corpus Christi Trade Center, 2833 South Padre Island Drive, or follow them on Facebook at Off the Wall Sports Collectibles. Stay up to date. Do you collect comics, Marvel, or DC? At Trinity Comics, you don't gotta pick a side because they have everything. Looking for old key comics? Looking for the new hot stuff? Then stop out by the Trinity Comics and Collectibles at the Corpus Christi Trade Center, 2833 South Padre Island Drive. Follow their Facebook and Instagram at Trinity Comics. Stay up to date on what they get in. November is the month to give thanks, and that's what Trinity Comics plan to do. They have a four-winner raffle, $10 center and four winners. Each winner will get a great book. Stop on by to see the books they are giving away. Our wrestler of the week. Uh, which is brought to you by Indie Empire Magazine. If you don't know the independents, they got you covered. And they have a new issue coming out sometime pretty soon. So, check them out. Yeah. So, uh, Wrestler of the Week is my choice. Um, is Mysterious Q. Uh, actually, let me pull up the matches that he's going to have. Hold on. Uh, it went away from my... For my computer. Um, December 14th at uh, Reality of Wrestling's Christmas Chaos. I want to say it's 14. Uh, he's going to go up against Will Allday. And on December 28th, he has a, a New Texas Pro Wrestling's Lone Star. He's going up against Chris Bay. Um, I've watched some of his matches. He's so damn good. Yeah. Um, he's crazy good. I know you saw him at uh, Young Guns 2. I believe. 
Yeah, in San Antonio, uh, River City Wrestling, yeah. uh, he t- took on Will All Day, which was a great match. So, no doubt their next match is going to be damn good as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's something else. Um, if you go on YouTube and look uh, look him up, Mysterious Q, um, on Reality of Wrestling's uh, page, he went up against Moose. And this match was so damn good. So damn good. You got to check it out. Uh, check him out. And I mean, he's a really cool dude as well. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I could say enough good things about him. Like, I haven't seen him live yet. I haven't had that chance. But damn, I cannot wait. Yeah. I the, really um, cannot. His match is always good. He's a big dude. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at Mysterious underscore Q. And at Twitter at the da underscore mysterious underscore q yeah definitely got to check him out like this i'm telling you you'll watch him this dude is something else yeah he's damn good um <clears throat> he said the match right with uh moose yeah yeah him versus moose uh, i was a uh, row versus impact uh it's actually from earlier this year a couple months ago i want to say july june july yeah i think so I know Gino was on that card. Um, yeah, yeah, it was so damn good. Uh, very exciting. Definitely got to check it out or check him out. You got to. Support yeah, him. while you're at it on YouTube, check out his match against Will All Day on. Uh, I think it's actually on Will All Day's uh, YouTube page. Uh, Will mm-hmm. All Day, so check it out. Uh, that match was damn good. I. It's also on our vlog from RCW, Young yeah. Guns. So check that out on our YouTube if you want. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, a few uh, good spots. Yeah, and as we announced uh, earlier this week, we do have a Teespring account now. Um, you want to buy any of our merch? Uh, we will be adding more, trying to get more ideas. But um, yeah, come support us. There is one shirt I haven't shut up about. I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> Franco over here is you know probably like shut the hell up already, man. There's a shirt <laughs> that we have on there. It's a tank top. Well, for me, I wanted the tank top, and it says "Wrestling and Tacos" and or right, "Wrestling and Tacos and Tacos and Wrestling and Wrestling and Tacos." Or no, it's, uh, it starts off with tacos, right? First. What is it? Uh, tacos first. So it's tacos and wrestling. Okay, tacos and, and wrestling and tacos and wrestling. I think that is so hilarious because everybody down here, for the most part, loves tacos and wrestling can you imagine going to the gym and wearing that <laughs> like, like i know people will come to you and be like hey man where'd you get that shirt well now you know where <laughs> just go to teespring man or what is it you have it's, the, the, yeah it's the, a teespring.com slash stores slash wrestling dash tacos dash podcast you gotta check it out i'm gonna get it i'm definitely gonna wear the hell out of that yeah, the shirts are twenty bucks. Yeah, probably um, wash it. <laughs> shirts are twenty bucks, and if you plus shipping, which I think believe is three bucks, if you use the code WT Podcast, you save five bucks. So it'll be eighteen shipped, and uh, we hardly make any money off of it. So I mean, just support it, rock the shirt, and tell people where you got it from. They, There's also a uh, jacket, nice sweaters. Shirt, you know? <laughs> just yeah. gotta wear a nice shirt. You know what I mean. Uh, uh, jackets, sweaters, and we even have uh, for the ones who have kids, we have a baby shirt for them as well. 
Yep, I'm gonna have to get one for my child. Put him on. Yeah. Make him, uh, make him little famous. <laughs> we have uh, <laughs> two other designs as well up there. Yeah, but we have a couple of designs. Uh, we're gonna be adding more, getting more ideas and more more designs out and everything. So there'll definitely be more. We'll keep you posted on that. But for right now, I'm telling y'all, who doesn't <laughs> like wrestling and tacos, man? Come on. <laughs> I cannot wait for that, or I can't wait to get mine. But um, but yeah, man, I think that's that's pretty much everything. Time to go beat up yeah. some old women at Walmart <laughs> because it's Black Friday. Oh, actually, no. There's actually one more thing. Uh, you can catch us this Sunday at Galactic Pro Wrestling in San Antonio. Yep, we will be there. I believe. Have they announced any matches? I don't think they've announced any matches. Not that I remember. But uh, not that I've seen. Retro Randy will be there and some other people. I just can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. That's the show it. starts at... 7.30? No, it starts at 5 p.m. 5? Yep. There you go. Yeah, that Richie Garcia will be, will be there. Um... Retro Randy, Jazz, Rodney Mack, uh, Keith Bounty, I think is his name, mm-hmm. and uh, Veronica Brazier. I think that's her last name. But yeah. Oh. It's going to be a good uh, show. Luscious. Yes, Luscious. Yeah, Mr. Statacular's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever she's in, it's going to be good. Yeah. So I'll catch us there. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. So again, go beat up the old ladies for those towels. That it's it's Black Friday. So if you're going to the <laughs> store, make sure you got your bucks and gloves on. Make sure you record videos. If you record anything the right way, please. Please, if y'all have any fight videos or anything like that, I want to see them. <laughs> Hopefully, they're not y'all fighting. Just just find me on any so- social media platform. Look me up. You can send them straight to the DM, dude. I don't, I don't care. I just want to see these. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, at Rastin Tacos, and pretty much at Rastin Tacos everywhere else, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check out our interviews on YouTube. We'll have another interview up uploaded probably by Monday or Tuesday. Probably Tuesday or yep. Wednesday. Depends on how lazy I am. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll catch y'all guys on Tuesday for our live podcast talking about what happened in WWE. Bye. Yep, and uh, we'll see if that's on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we're going. Yeah. Bye. Brasselin' Tacos. Brasselin' Kingdom. This isn't just wrestling.